Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope. Never Ever Give Up Hope is a show about people who have done just that. They never gave up no matter what they went through. And believe me, if you are a listener to this show, you know there are some stories that we have shared that are absolutely horrendous. Everyone has a story and each of us has learned something from what we have gone through. All of my guests have survived incredible circumstances and as a result each and every one of them has a passion to help others and I think this is what we find even in our own lives when we go through something and we come out the other side we want to share that with other people to help them. Some of my guests have overcome extreme poverty for example and they've become successful multimillionaires. Some have overcome various forms of abuse or serious depression or disease. All of my guests have a story to share that people can relate to and they want to help, they want to give you tips, and they want to encourage you. Each one of them is a fighter and a winner and I believe we all are when we are survivors. Never Ever Give Up Hope is now heard in over 140 countries and that just shows me that people no matter where they are in the world they are looking for that message of hope. So I thank you to all my guests of course and but especially today to my listeners because you are what make this show a success and I thank you. With me today I have Derek Waller. Derek Waller is a father of two who took his online weight loss business from $0 to over $600,000 in less than four years. He is a great success in this area, but it wasn't smooth sailing all the way. Two years into running his own company, in the middle of the night he was rushed to the emergency room and had to have extensive emergency bowel and intestine surgery. He spent 10 days in the hospital, he was unable to eat, and he knew that life would never be the same. Something happened there. But what we're going to start with today is we're going to talk to Derek about what happened before this experience. Welcome, Derek. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, share your life a bit before that experience. That, that's what we want to know. What was life like? And you, know, you said a weight loss business. Is this something that you struggled with? So share what you were going through before you started this business. Sure. Um, 
I was always a fairly active and fit person growing up. So I was, you know, playing sports all the time. I was always, you know, practicing something year round. I was always, you know, kind of active, you know, doing something. And then when I went off to college, I quickly realized that now that I'm no longer doing anything and that my eating habits definitely weren't the best at the time being, you know, 18 years old, I started to put on weight pretty quickly. And I put on about you know, 15 pounds uh, within the course of that first year away at school. And um, I started to realize that I just, I didn't like the person I was becoming. I felt, you know, gross in my own body. I felt I didn't have any energy. I didn't feel like I was the same person I was, you know, just a year ago when I was, you know, in shape and fit and, and, you know, just ha happier overall. Um, so what that did is that kind of forced me to learn about, you know, exercise and nutrition and things like that, which, you know, I didn't really know about it as a kid. I was just, you know, playing sports, having fun, you know, going out, running around. I didn't really read any, you know, research about it or, or study it at all. I just kind of did it and it worked because, you know, at that age, you can kind of get away with, you know, just running around outside and eating whatever you want and, <laughs> and uh, being at a, a good weight. So, um, so I really started to dig into it my freshman year of college because I just, I just didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I felt uh, on a daily basis. And that was the start of like a decade long journey of, you know, trying all this stuff out. There's so much, you know, confusing information out there, uh, especially when it comes to weight loss and dieting and exercise. And, you know, everything kind of contradicts each other. You know, one person says this, another person says that. You really don't know who to believe. So it took me, honestly, over 10 years to kind of figure out a format and a formula that works for me. So it was just this long um, kind of growth process of, you know, learning things and applying them and trying out new things. And it really took a long time for me to figure it out on my own. But once I did, then that really you know, created the desire for me to share it with other people. So once I realized it's actually a lot easier than I thought it was, I spent so much time, I wasted a lot of time just doing things that didn't work. And I was looking for quick fixes and all these things. And um, once I really found something that worked really well for me, then I started sharing it with other people. So it was really that, that feeling of, you know, gaining weight pretty quickly after high school that prompted me to, to say, you know, this, I'm not going to let this happen to me. I got to make a change. I got to start somewhere. And I just started, you know, reading articles online and reading magazines and reading books and things like that. And that's really where it started. It started from that just uncomfortable feeling I had about myself. I'm like, I got to make a change. I can't live like this forever. I'm only 18 years old, so I got to make a shift. And then that's really what prompted everything and got the ball rolling, which um, at the time it wasn't you know, something I was looking to do as a career or anything. I was just looking to do it for myself. Okay, I have two questions uh, with some a couple things that you just said. First of mm -hmm. all, I know that people have a tendency in general to have image issues. So this sounds like you had an image issue. So let's talk about that first. How did you, like you said, you didn't like the way you looked. Was that because mm -hmm. society was putting certain restrictions on you? Or was it just a very personal thing? Like how did image, what part did image play in what you were trying to portray to your friends, your, you know, the world per se? I mean, it was really just something that I noticed myself. It wasn't necessarily anybody else putting anything on me. It was just the fact that I was once in a body that I felt was very fit and active, and I liked the way I looked in the mirror, and I was at a good weight and everything. And then once I realized that, you know, the weight's coming on, I'm starting, you know, my stomach's starting to get, you know, a little pudgier and a little flabbier when it was never like that before. You know, when my face, I could see my face really, like, filling out, and, like, my cheeks getting bigger, and just, like, I was starting to store weight in places that, I could tell, you know, it wasn't muscle. It wasn't, you know, healthy okay, weight. It was just kind okay. of slab from, you know, eating, eating, eating the wrong foods because I still was, you know, eating all like the, the fast foods and the foods that aren't healthy for you. So I knew that it wasn't good. Like I wasn't, um, I, I just, I wasn't lying to myself. I knew like this, this isn't good. This isn't, I just don't like the way I feel. I don't, 
I look at myself in the mirror, I don't really like what I see because I'm not used to this. It was something completely new to me because for the last, you know, five, six, seven years, I, I didn't even think about that. It was just like uh, I was happy with who I was and it was just right, normal for me. Right. So I was really just kind of noticing the contrast of this is where I was, this is where I am now, and I don't really like where I am now, so I want to make a change. Well, I like that answer because um, I think a lot of people struggle with that with, as I mentioned the image that they portray to somebody else. So what you're saying is you were secure there already. It was what you wanted to change for yourself. And I think that's very important because that's going to bring more change than it is if you do it because society is trying to dictate that to you, correct? Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's what I really try to uh, work with with the people that I work with personally is like everybody has their own, you know, goal, their own, you know, ideal body that they want to live in, their own, you know, kind of what, what they want, you know, and everyone doesn't have to have, you know, you know wanting to be a certain weight or, or look a certain way. It's really different for everybody. So it's really finding out what that is for you and then creating a plan that'll help you get there. Now, another thing you said is that there's a lot of confusing information out there. Could you expound a little bit on that? Yeah, that really uh, boils down to the nutrition aspect of things. There's so much confusing information out there because, you know, especially when, you know, everything is online now and everybody has a voice. So there's, you know, people who are just really believe in being a vegetarian or a vegan and you should never eat any meat. And then there's people who think you should, you know, be paleo or the ketogenic diet is something that's very popular now, or people who think you should, you know, only eat at certain times during the day. There's just like so much information out there that it's really easy to get confused. And I realized this firsthand first when I, you know, tried to, when I started on my own weight loss journey and I had no idea what I was doing and I was just you know, starting to eat foods that I thought were healthy based on what it said on the box. You know, food companies can put whatever they want to on the front of a box, you know, on a cereal box or anything like that. So I was following what they were saying and realizing that quick, realizing quickly that that wasn't working for me. Um, but it, there's just so much confusing information out there. And it really boils down to that everybody's body is different. So everyone's body is going to, you know, handle certain foods and things like that in, a, in, a, in their own specialized way. So it's just uh, it really comes down to what works for you and what you feel comfortable doing. Um, and I have kind of a, a system that I really believe in, but there's just so many different ways, you know, to do this. There isn't just one way that's, you know, perfect and that everybody can use. It really comes down to, you know, everybody's body's different. So it really works, or it really um, boils down to what works well for you. But yeah, there's just so much information out there. And I realized that firsthand again, when people started coming to me and they said, well, you know, so-and-so said this, and this doctor said that, and, right. and this expert, and this expert said this, and, you know, if you eat this food, it, it causes inflammation, but if you eat meat, then it causes cancer. And, you know, there's just like all this information out there that it's really hard to know what to believe and what's true because some of it is true, but others of it is, you know, biased. It's, it's um, you know, research funded by certain, you know, food companies that have an exactly. objective to get out of the research. So you really got to uh, dig deep into that. And I know a lot of people don't have time for that. So that's why, you know, people like me do that so we can figure out what is true because that's all, all I really care about is what's true. I don't, you know, have any you know, any other stake in this. I just want to know, I just want to know what's true that works for me and my family and then that I can use uh, to help other people as well. So that's really what it comes down to, especially with nutrition. There's just so much information out there and figuring out what's true and what's not. I, I really appreciate that because bang on, I mean, I've heard so many people share that they literally don't know what to do. You know, that they're, mm -hmm. they're pulled in so many different directions. So we'll talk a little bit more later in the broadcast regarding, you know, the programs that you have to offer to help guide people to find mm -hmm. what is good for them. But let's back up and talk about you now and what happened to you, as I mentioned in your intro, regarding um, two years into your new company, 
and what happened that night. Sure. That was actually about four years ago now. I, uh, I got the little notification on Facebook. I had a picture posted from four years ago, and I'd just gotten out of the hospital. Um, and what happened was I was uh, in San Diego. So I live in Wisconsin. I flew out to San Diego uh, to go to a fitness conference. Um, I was about two years, maybe about a year or two years into my into running my own uh, uh, online business. So I was still kind of starting out. I really wasn't you know, making a lot of money. I was still working other jobs. Uh, but I took the time to go out and go to this conference. And at the time, my wife was also seven months pregnant with our with our first girl. So I flew out there. I was rooming with one of my friends uh, here from Wisconsin. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up at like, midnight. and I just had this extreme, extreme stomach pain. Like It felt like somebody was punching me in the stomach and like trying to rip my organs out. And I actually had the same feeling about a year ago, a year or two before that, uh, on our honeymoon, actually. My wife and I went on our honeymoon to Hawaii. And I got these incredible stomach pains and I was just rolling in the bed like back and forth for like four hours and then it finally went away. And I had them a couple other times, you know, growing up, but I just, you know, assumed they were kind of just like gas, you know, stomach of type course. of pains. I could never, I could, I, I could never get a, you know, a clear you know, definition of what they were by any doctor or anyone. And since they were infrequent, I didn't really, you know, pay much attention to them. Uh, so this one happened in the middle of the night and I figured, okay, well, you know, this thing's going to go on for a couple of hours. I just got to, you know, tough it out, brave it out, and then it'll be fine. I'll be able to go to the conference in the morning. Well, six hours later, I was, you know, on my bathroom floor in the hotel room, just like sweating bullets. Wow. And I realized, like, I can't tough this out anymore. So I stumbled to the hotel front desk and luckily there was a cab. There were like cabs waiting outside um, to take people to the airport. So I got in a cab and I had them take me to the nearest hospital. And, um, I was just rolling around, just like agony. It was, it was the worst pain I'd ever felt. Um, and once I got into the hospital, I had you know six different doctors look at me. They nobody could figure out what was wrong in the head. Oh, I did X-rays and CAT scans um, and, and all these different tests, and you know they couldn't figure it out. They thought it was food poisoning, and I had had food poisoning before, and I knew that this wasn't it. So um, I actually started to feel better after about ten hours, um, and I was in the hospital, and they. Um, it just gave me a little bit of food to eat. And then uh, they told me to drink like this, um, you know, gallon of water. And they were going to take one last x-ray and see if they could like catch anything in there. Right, right. And once I, once I drank it, they wheeled me down for the x-ray and that's when they caught it. And what happened was my colon like flipped in my body and just like crushed like all the organs in its path. Oh, so it just flipped and crushed everything. And so I ended up um, having emergency surgery. So I got wheeled down into surgery. I called my mom on the way down to surgery. I called my pregnant wife as I was being wheeled down to surgery, <laughs> freaking them out because they just figured I was, you know, away at this fitness conference. Um, and I had a six-hour emergency surgery. So they cut my stomach open, uh, did who knows what down there. It turns out I was, turns out I was born with like one of my um, small bowels on the wrong side of my body, and my appendix I was born with the, on the wrong side of my body, which oh, I don't know how goodness. that was never. I don't know how that wasn't caught until I was, you know, at the time I was like what, 31 years old. Yeah. They never caught that. But uh, so they, they did a bunch of work in there. Uh, six hours later, I woke up and my stomach was stapled back together. Um, and I was in the hospital for about 10 days. So um, my bowels, you know, kind of shut down so I couldn't eat or drink anything. And then they um, took a tube and they, they shoved the tube up my nose and like down my throat to like basically work because my bowels couldn't. So I had these tubes, you know, up my nose, down my throat for you know, three to four days in a row, and then they take them out, and I was hooked up to, you know, all these IVs and machines, and, and since my since my stomach was tore up, I, I had to learn how to walk again, because you don't realize you use your core and ab muscles for pretty oh, much everything, from yes. walking and, and just standing up, so I had to learn how to walk again, walking, you know, around the hospital, and I was there for a little over 10 days, um, and this was at the, again, at the time where 
I had recently quit one of my jobs, so I was, you know, just going all in on my yeah. online business, which which really wasn't making a lot of money at the right. time. So it it was a risk as it was doing it, and then I'm in the hospital for a week, and then you know you got the hospital bills mounting up after that, and then um, throughout the six months after that, I ended up going back into the hospital uh, three or four different times because I had um, bowel obstructions and I had to have a second surgery, so it kept kind of flaring up, and I had like oh scar God. tissue that was like wrapped around my intestines and pulling them out of place and it was just really crazy and, and really strange because i to this day i still don't have an answer to why it happened it just happened luckily uh they uh, caught it while it happened and they, they gave me the surgery and, and everything has been fine uh for you know uh, about three years now but that was probably one of the low points um because i was very uncertain you know kind of going out on my own starting my own business while my wife was pregnant and now here i am halfway across the country you know um in a hospital bed, you know, they're telling me that they're going to test for, you know, cancer and all these crazy things that, right. um, and then, you know, kind of waiting on pins and needles to get those answers. So it was a, it was a moment that was very, uh, scary, but it's also something I look back on that, um, you know, something that I really grew from a lot, uh, as well. So what did you learn? Well, I learned, one thing I learned is that I can overcome pretty much anything. So, that point where you're laying in a hospital bed, you can't eat or drink anything, uh, just feel terrible. I had these wraps around my legs because they didn't want me to get blood clots in my legs because I wasn't walking. And I was just thinking about, oh, I, you know, I quit my job uh, probably three or four months before that. So I'm sitting here struggling to make this business work, not really making a lot of money. My wife's pregnant and, and she's you know, still working her job, but we've got another one, a, a kid on the way. Money's always a concern. And here I am, you know, laid up in a hospital, not able to do anything, not even sure if my health's going to be okay uh, because they didn't have a ton of answers for me. So once I got past that and once I got home and once I went through a couple more setbacks and still came out fine on the other side, we were still, you know, perfectly taken care of. You know, everything ended up working out. And I just realized that, you know, if that it can't slow me down, then there's nothing that can. And I know that, you know, whenever something comes up that's maybe a little scary or the fear creeps into your mind or something like that. I always just look back to that experience because it can't be anywhere near as painful as that was. And that was physically painful. Um, so it's kind of, I've been using that as just uh, something to look back on to, you know, use as motivation and inspiration and, and realize that, you know, I can do whatever it is that I want to. And if it doesn't work out, it, it can't be as painful as whatever he been through. Well, I believe that real winners are the ones that look at these kind of circumstances and traumas in their life as stepping stones rather than mm-hmm. stumbling blocks. And of course, mm-hmm. you hear that all the time. And sometimes it's easier said than done when you're in the middle of going through it. But right. you just confirmed again, as we do over and over, that you learn from this experience, you get stronger, you are a better person, and you have a passion to help other people. So mm-hmm. now what prompted you to start your online weight loss business? And was that from this experience or was that earlier? That was earlier. So I started it about two years before the, the surgery happened. And uh, what happened was I you know, graduated college in 2005. I went to work for a Hewlett Packard a computer company, uh, did that for eight years and just I never had anything in terms of a job that I was really like interested in. Everything okay. was just, okay, well, you know, I can do this. I could do that. You can make decent money. You know, I figured I'd just, you know, go to work every day like everyone else does and be, you know, content with that and never really, you know, doing anything I really wanted to do. 
And about eight years in, I just, I, I really couldn't take it anymore. I was, you know, tired of sitting in meetings that really didn't lead to anything and tired of, you know, always just being, you know, told what to do and do and spending so much of my time, you know, working on things that really didn't matter to me um, and really weren't important to me. And so I kept asking myself, you know, in my free time or late at night, like, what, like, what do you want to do? What else could you do? Like, there's got to be some other option. I can't just, you know, sit here for the next 40 years of my life sitting on, sitting in a cubicle, you know, doing this. So um, I was always interested in, in health and fitness and weight loss because I started on my own journey, you know, back in, in 2001 when I went off to college and I figured, okay, well, maybe there's something there and maybe I could, you know, get certified and, you know, work as a trainer or start my own, you know, weight loss company. And then I came across a few people who were doing it on their own, who were selling their programs online. And that got me really interested. And so I started getting in contact with them and started going to more events about, you know, building an actual online business uh, around, you know, health and weight loss and creating programs for people and uh, started getting into different coaching groups and things like that. And that's where it really kind of started taking off was, um, I decided, okay, I, I, I'm going to make the jump. I went and, you know, studied and got certified um, while I was still working my full-time job. And then I started, you know, my own fitness boot camp while I was still working my full-time job just to get experience training people in person. And, and then I started my own online business at the same time. So I was basically working three jobs at a time because I just desperately wanted to get out of my current job. I didn't want to be there right, for another decade. Right. Um, so it's just that motivation of I don't like where I am right now. I got, I got to do something different. And um, I finally found something that was interesting to me that I, you know, believed that I could do. Um, so that's really where that started was just from, you know, being in a job that I, I didn't really like all that much and realized I can't, you know, be here for another 40 years. And I just started finding people who were doing something that I wanted to do and started learning from them. And that's really where it all started. And it took off from there. Well, why don't you tell us about your program and what you have to offer? Yeah, so I've had a few different ones, you know, going on my fifth year uh, of doing this um, online. And I've had a few different ones. And the, and the one that is the most popular right now is called Ideal Body. So it's more of a group coaching program. So I have a lot of programs that are just, you know, information and videos and things like that where the people can do them on their own. This one is a little more interactive in that I'm, you know, personally coaching people, giving them a little bit more of a personal touch because I realize so many people just like buying a regular book so many people buy books or, or cookbooks or things like that and they just sit on the shelf and they never really get around to actually using them and i wanted to have a little bit more of an impact so i started getting more personally involved so um this one is really just a program that focuses on you know making one small shift every single week so one thing i've noticed after being in this industry for a while is that you know when somebody finally decides to make the change they want to finally start losing weight they want to you know lose 20 pounds or fit into an old pair of jeans or whatever it is um, when they make that change and they go and look for help from whether it's a trainer or somebody online, uh, whatever it is, they get, you know, so much information thrown at them that it can be overwhelming. Like, you know, you got to start working out at least 30 minutes every single day. You got to start making these diet changes. You can't eat these foods anymore. And it's, it's very, very overwhelming. And that's why a lot of people fail or they only stick with it for a week or two if they don't see the results because it's such a huge change to their life that it, it can kind of throw everything out of whack. So what I did is really simplify everything and say, okay, we're going to focus on one thing for the next seven days. After those seven days, we're going to focus on something else. Very simple, very actionable. Um, and then you can really start getting uh, results very quickly doing it that way. So it's really just simplifying everything and not, you know, throwing everything at them on day number one and then, you know, leading to the confusion and the overwhelm um, that a lot of people experience. I like that approach. Because you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter what you try to take on, whether it's weight loss or even something in business. It can mm -hmm. be overwhelming if you try to do it all or learn it all. So do you, 
what happens if say someone is seven days in and they don't feel that they have accomplished you know what they need to do can they continue with that before they try to change something else like is, do you adapt your program to the individual that way yeah so it's very hands-on and what i like to do is most of the changes that i make at least especially for the first 30 to 60 days are mainly around what you eat and food because what i realize is that nutrition is like 90% of the ball game when it comes to weight loss. And some people say it's, you know, 80, 20 or 50, 50 in terms of, um, you know, exercise and nutrition. But to me, I've just seen it firsthand that, uh, what you eat and what you put in your body is so much more important, um, than exercise, especially when it comes to losing weight. Now there's obviously benefits to exercise and we kind of get into that later in the program. Uh, but everything we do in the beginning is just making a simple nutritional shift. So that's what we really focus on. So, um, you know, if somebody isn't getting the results in the first seven days, it's as simple as, you know, having them writing down what they're eating and sending it to me. And then I, man I go through it and we start looking, okay, there's, you know, a handful of things that might be stalling your progress. So let's, you know, fix one of them and see if that's, if that's what's causing it. And let's fix another one then if that's not it. So, yeah, it's really taking a more hands-on approach and just seeing exactly what they're doing throughout the day. Um, and then, you know, making small shifts based on their schedule, based on their lifestyle that they can actually implement because if they can't do it, then it, it doesn't matter how effective it is. So it's really, yeah, working with, working with the people, uh, more on a, a one-on-one -on -one basis to figure out what's going on and what changes we can make to help get them the results that they want. How do you respond to those who say it's too expensive, you know, to change their way of eating? I've heard that one quite a bit, and it really comes down to, you know, the results that you want and how important they are to you. You know, somebody, you know, who just had a massive heart attack might be more motivated and not see money as an issue than somebody who, you know, might have some weight to lose, but, you know, they're still doing fine. They, they aren't, you know, in any you know, serious threat of a, a disease or anything like that. And, I mean, to me, I can't necessarily motivate you to change. Like, the change, I really believe, has to come from within the person. If they really want to change, if they are really, you know, tired of living the last 20 years with these extra 50 pounds that have, you know, caused them to stay in their house and not do, you know, fun social events or never go on vacation or never go to the beach or anything because they're so self-conscious, then um, they're willing to pay a decent amount of money to get out of that pain. And my programs aren't nearly as expensive as a lot of the ones out there, but it's really just, you know, how, you know, badly do you want to make a change and how quickly do you want to make a change? Because, you know, I'm working with people for up to 90 days and that's usually good enough and they're, they're once they're done within 90 days, they can do it on their own and they don't need me anymore, which is the place that I want to be at where, you know, they're doing this on their own and it's just part of their lifestyle again. And it's not something that, you know, has to be monitored for the rest of their life because I don't believe it has to be that complicated or that difficult. So, um, you know, I, to me, the, the change has to come from within. And if you're, I don't know what else is more important than your health. And if you're struggling to get the result on your own and you've been trying for the last 10 years to lose the weight and it's still not coming off, then it, to me, it seems like it'd be worth it to spend a little bit of money to get the problem resolved, and then you can go on, you know, living your life the way you want to. Absolutely. Now, um, is everyone on a 90-day program, or do you have different types of programs for different situations? Yeah, I have different types of programs. So I have a few programs that are um, just, um, they're standalone programs, so I'm not necessarily involved with them. I create them basically just like selling a book, although it's a, a digital product, so it's combination of, of digital books and videos to follow um, where they're anywhere from 10 to 21 days so they're all very kind of short jumpstart type programs to really start making some changes because a lot of people come in and they've you know been eating a certain way for the last 10 years or they haven't exercised in you know who knows how long so it's really about just kind of getting them into the mode of doing that and then the main program I have is 90 days and then they're welcome to stay on after that if they still have 
you know, weight they want to lose or, or other goals they want to um, go after. But it's really, I like the 90 days because it's long enough to see some great results, but it's not, you know, so long that people get overwhelmed. They think, oh, I got to be in this program for the next two years. Like, I, I can't commit to doing anything for a week, let alone, you know, two years. Right, so I like, right. I, I like that. I like the 90 day mark because we can, you know, I've had people lose up to, you know, 30 pounds in the 90 days. And then um, it's still, it's long enough to see the results, but not so long that people kind of, you know, get overwhelmed or, or think that, you know, they're, they're not going to, you know, have a, a piece of pizza or some ice cream for, you know, the next two or three years. To me, that's a bit unrealistic. So I like to keep it short, but uh, long enough to see the results. I think that one of the problems that a lot of people have is when they are all gung-ho, you know, to start something new and they get the ball rolling and they possibly even get the results that they are looking for. And mm-hmm. then the program is over, the 90 days is up, etc. And possibly they go back to their old way of life. Do you, mm-hmm. do you believe that in that term of 90 days, because it is that long, that that really helps you to change the way you think and the way you are actually acting, like what you're eating, etc.? Is that a long enough time frame to make those changes? Or do you have people who do fall into that uh, going back, you know, to their old habits? Yeah, I experienced both of them. And, and again, I think it really comes down to the person themselves because I've had people who have taken it through the 90 days, um, gotten great results, and then they just love the way that they feel now. They have so much more energy. Um, the weight's finally coming off that they couldn't imagine going back to what they were doing before. And then I've had others who have gone through the program, and then I get the I get the private message you know, a month later saying, well, I started you know, adding this back into my diet, and then I went to this party and started eating some of this, and then I got the cravings back, so then I kind of binged on this. And then next thing you know, they put, you know, on another 10 pounds that they had originally lost and they're looking to get back into the swing of things. So, I mean, what I personally do is, um, especially with my 90 day program, what comes along with that is a private Facebook group. So uh, even when the 90 days are up, you're still in that group and I'm still, you know, posting stuff every single day. I'm still posting videos and workout stuff and nutrition stuff, you know, every single day in there. So even though the program is technically over, they still get to stay in that group and I don't charge them for it um, so that you can still kind of get the coaching and the information and then it's really up to you if you want to do you want to use it if you want to apply it or if you want to go back to your old ways um that's that's um, really your choice to make in your program do you deal at all with emotional issues or any of that kind of baggage that people bring in into you know these kind of situations where they're gaining weight or eating too much because you know they're trying to cover up the pain or whatever do you have part of the program that deals with that as well we do have a little bit, and it's actually something that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately, uh, digging in a little deeper because, you know, eating and eating food is very emotional. People have emotional ties to food. They use it to, you know, fill a void or if you're, you know, sad or, or angry, or even if you're happy and excited, you know, people turn to food based on just what they grew up doing. Um, and it's such, a, it's such a huge part of that. So I'm starting to um, lean into that a little bit more because, I mean, to me, that's, that's really the difference between the people who get the results and those who don't because, I mean, you know, today there's, there's millions of free weight loss articles online. There's millions of free follow-along workout videos online, and yet, you know, a third of America is still obese and two-thirds of it is still overweight. So to me, it's not an information problem. There's plenty of information out there, even if you don't want to pay for it. It's free. There's, you know, tons and tons of stuff out there that you could, re- that you could read and apply. It's really getting through kind of your own barriers the own the stories you keep telling yourself you know I've, I've always been overweight nothing ever works for me I always turn to this type of food you know when I'm feeling sad or if something bad happens to me the way I deal with it is by turning to food that's where 
the real progress gets to be made, in my opinion, because the, again, there's just so much information out there. It's not a lack of, you know, not necessarily knowing what to do. It's just, you know, we have all these, you know, thoughts and all these beliefs that are holding us back, and not just with losing weight with pretty much every area of life, your relationships with your job, your career, things like that. And that's really what I'm leaning into a little bit more now um, that we got the program up is, is addressing those because to me that's that's the biggest area where people can improve. And then once you conquer those, you know, limiting beliefs or once you get over, you know, turning to certain foods when you feel a certain way, that's when you can make great progress and, and then never turn back. It's probably difficult too as a coach, I would think anyway, that people halfway through, you know, might realize that this is too big of a struggle for them, etc. Do you have like do you really help people and and push them to their finish line or is it basically their choice? Because really these kind of things do come down to choice, don't they? Yeah, they do. And and uh and I really try to provide a balance where, you know, I'm I'm personally following up with people. I'm always looking to see, you know, where are you at? Where do you want to go? What are your current results? Like, how are you feeling? How How is your energy levels? How do your clothes fit? You know, all these different things. Um, and some people really respond to that feedback, and it helps, you know, keep them accountable and helps support them. And other people, you can talk to them every single day, and they still, you know, aren't getting the results. Maybe they're not applying what you're teaching them. Maybe they fell back into their funk. You know, something happened. They had a breakup or they – you know, lost their job or, or some life event happened and they just, you know, went back into their old right, habits and right. there's nothing that you can say that will get them out of that until they're ready to start, to, until they're ready to make a change again. So it really is a balance and it really, in my opinion, is a choice with, with everything um, from your thoughts to your actions to everything you do it comes down to your choice and what you choose Absolutely. to do. So it's, um, I'm, 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 I'm always there to you know, provide the support and to help them as much as I can. But again, it does come down to what do you really want? And in this moment, if you don't want to do this, then there's nothing I can say that's, you know, going to change your mind. Essentially, that's why I was asked that, asking you that question way back in the beginning about image. Because I think just as you're talking here, you when you make that choice, you have to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it for your spouse or or your job or your kids or whatever. You really need to do it for you. And I believe that in your program, you are guiding people to realize that what their changes that they are making is really for them. That's what I'm hearing you saying. And I think that's that's part of your ability to encourage people along those lines. Am I correct in assuming that? Definitely. Um, to me, if you live your life trying to please other people or make other people accept you or, or gain their approval, you're just going to constantly be disappointed because, you know, it's not their job to, to give you approval. And, and when you, you know, care about what somebody else thinks, whether it's how you look or, you know, if you care too much about what other people think in, in any area of your life, you're really just setting yourself up for a lot of, you know, frustration and stress and, and, um, and even anger and resentment because yes. you're relying on other people outside of yourself to make you feel good to give you happiness when you know once you kind of switch that which is what I've really been focusing on the last year is just kind of switching that to where you just take responsibility for everything in your life and and with yourself and you realize that you are the one that gets to make you happy you are the one if you're frustrated it's because of your thoughts around a certain situation it's not the situation itself and it's really just taking that personal responsibility for for everything and once you realize that I want to do this for me I want to you know get this job for me I want to lose the weight for me I want to you know whatever it is in your life once you realize you want to do it for yourself and not to please anybody else or to please your parents or your coworkers or your friends or anything like that and you start doing it for yourself, you're going to be a lot happier and you're going to be a lot less stressed and frustrated because you're not 
you know, relying on other people to right. make you feel good. Well, what I sense from you, Derek, is that not only are you passionate about this for personal reasons, but I believe that you carry that passion for others. What's coming across is that you seem like the type of coach that really wants to do not only that, you know, the one-on-one, but the hands-on in the area of encouraging and pushing and enlightening, informing, all those things that makes a great coach. And I really appreciate that because along with your passion comes the emotion of compassion and that you care. And I appreciate that personally. And I'm, I hope that the audience will, will tap into that. And they, if they are looking for something new, possibly to make a change, to make, tell us a little bit about why your program over somebody else's. Yeah, the 90-day program is called Ideal Body, and it's basically because everybody has their own version of what their ideal body is. So some some person could you know, want to you know, be 130 pounds with a ripped six-pack, and another person could just want to lose 30 pounds so they can get back to the weight that they weighed you know, five or ten years ago. So everybody kind of has their own image of what they really want to be, um, and that's what we're really kind of uh, harnessing in on is what you really want and then going after that. So um, that's why I, you know, we call it uh, your ideal body for the program, and it really combines just very simple strategies. You know, this isn't complicated. It doesn't take any extra time out of your day. Um, but we're combining it with the uh, with the internal game, the, the mindset part of it, which a lot of people miss, especially in the weight loss industry. It's just, you know, they give you a meal plan or they give you a workout plan, and it's your job to follow it. And to me, what's so much more important is controlling, you know, the thoughts that are going on in your mind every single day, controlling the stories that you have, your your past beliefs, your current reality, kind of being stuck in the, in the current reality that you're at instead of, going forward in what you really want. So that's really what we're addressing uh, and what I'm personally addressing in this program is just taking that internal piece because that's what really holds everybody back. It's not that they you know, don't know how to do push-ups or squats or they don't know how to go out for a run or they don't know how to eat more vegetables instead of fast food. It's not really about that because that's common sense for a lot of people, but they still find themselves holding, you know, getting held back you know, by their thoughts or by their beliefs that they've had for the last you know, 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and that's what we're really working on is getting over that and addressing that and realizing that you don't have to, you know, be frustrated all the time. You don't have to be stressed all the time. It's really, you know, how you deal with things and how you uh, incorporate the events that are going on in your life. So that's what I'm really focusing on going forward. And I'm, uh, I'm writing a book about it and uh, really putting more uh, information out around that, because once you have that, you know, once you once you kind of overcome that part of it, then you can literally do anything you want. And it's really all up to you. And you don't let you know, other people stress you out or get you down or their life circumstances get in your way anymore because you just kind of uh, move past them and, and start going after what you really want. I think that's part of your baby steps that you were talking about initially where you were only doing seven days at a time. Anybody can do that. So exactly. That's where the thrust is, and I really I like that. So now you're, do you, you have a website? Yeah, I do have a, a couple different websites, but I usually just ask people to connect with me on Facebook because that's the easiest okay. place where we can actually have a okay. we can actually have a conversation. You know, I'm not here to try to you know sell people into a program that's not going to be a good fit for them. So I, I post a ton of free stuff on Facebook, and if people resonate with that and, and think that it's you know a good fit for them, then I'm always open to having a conversation. All right, that sounds good. Now, all of that information will be in your show notes, and so people will be able to connect with you there very easily. And the name of your Facebook page is? Uh, you can actually just connect with me personally uh, under Derek J. Waller. So I have a, a personal account on there, and I'm posting stuff every single day. 
And um, that's a, a great place to connect, and uh, I'd be happy to help you out. All right, that sounds great. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> I'm thinking of 100 people along with myself that could easily um, benefit from what you have to offer. So I'm excited to to get this information out there and to see what we can do to help change ourselves and bring our friends with us, right? <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Derek, and goodbye. Thank you for listening to Never, Ever Give Up Hope, featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.